Folks, we're sponsored today by Donors Trust, the tax-friendly way to preserve your charitable giving. In times of crisis, those with a giving spirit and a desire to build up civil society find ways to be helpful. And that's when it's good to have a charitable resource ready to deploy when they're needed most. Donors Trust offers donor-advised funds or giving accounts. You can use these funds as your own charitable investment account and manage your charitable giving in a way that's smart, tax-advantaged, aligned with your values, and private. Donors Trust clients are using their funds to support charities helping their local communities while also using their giving account to simultaneously support think tanks and liberty-minded organizations that believe our constitutional rights shouldn't get lost in a time of emergency. Now is the time to take a closer look at Donors Trust and join their community of liberty-minded donors by opening a donor-advised fund. Go to DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews for the ultimate survival guide to charitable giving and learn how a donor advised fund can preserve your ability to give to the charities you love. That's DonorsTrust.org slash Just News. Hello, America, and happy Thursday. A busy Thursday it is. Well, we've got the show of shows for you. We're not going to let you down. We've got some great guests. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. 
All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As you know, about a year or two ago, we had this extraordinary set of stories here at Just the News at how the National Archives was beginning to apologize and, and put warnings on the founding documents of this country, things like the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence. The warning said something like, these documents may trigger your emotions, and they weren't saying in the positive sense. That's our history-making agency in America doing that. It has created, as we've seen on so many fronts, an assault on the extraordinary patriotic documents in our government, the founding documents, the ones that gave us our freedom and gave us our common sense for the last 250 years. Well, one of my great friends and truly one of the great authors, journalists, and lawyers in this country has put together a brand new book. It's called The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriot Documents. He goes on the offense against all those woke folks that are trying to ruin these documents. These are the things that make our country great. Joining me right now, because he makes our country great, my good friend, Greg Jarrett. Greg, great to have you back on the show. Oh, John, thanks for having me on. And isn't it amazing that a government agency would view uh, esteemed documents dedicated to the quote-unquote pursuit of happiness and prosperity would find triggering in a negative way. Uh, it's backwards. It is. Well, what I love about your book is that it, it goes on the offense. It reminds people what these documents have meant to us, whether it's the Bill of Rights, Federalist Papers, Articles of Confederation, all these amazing documents. They're part of our rich tapestry of history. What was the inspiration? I mean, you, you're writing books all the time. I don't know how you find the time to do it, but this one really I, it just hit, hit me right in a very special uh, part of my mind. Like, this is so needed at this very moment in history. What was your inspiration? Well, I thought it was needed, particularly because there was nothing else like it out there. Uh, you know, I was searching the internet, I was looking at Amazon, and you're not going to find a copy of the Constitution uh, that's not printed overseas, not full of Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton speeches, not hobbled by deconstructive quibbling about our history for fear that it might be triggering your emotions. Um, and sadly, the state of American publishing, John, is just not good. And as I looked across Amazon, other retailers, I was truly amazed to realize I just couldn't find what I was looking for, a patriotic, complete, American-made selection of our greatest documents. So I decided to put one uh, together myself. This is a tribute to the many patriots who made America great. Uh, a luminous beacon for liberty, prosperity, and justice throughout the world. And you can read in the pages of this book our nation's most important documents, speeches, letters, many of which changed the course of history. They're inspiring words and galvanizing ideas that shaped America. And sadly and alarmingly, this isn't taught in public schools anymore. No, what's all that's taught is that our founding fathers were slaveholders and our government has a lot to apologize for. It's just extraordinary to watch what the academic institutions of America have done to two generations of young people. You wrote this amazing op-ed yesterday, and of course, I'm always blessed when I get on Fox News and we share, we get a chance to talk together. You do such amazing work for Fox News, but this one caught my attention. It's time to revive the American spirit. Here's how we start. 
it ties together the book and all of the incredible opportunities that the book has with an opportunity to kind of restore some of the faith and confidence and love that we used to have in our country. What a great op-ed. Tell us a little bit more about it. Well, you know, we we had a, a summer of of hatred, the BLM riots, the looting, the assaults and battery, the arson, uh, the murder and mayhem. And that was all we were told uh, just fine. And, you know, now we have on college campuses and in New York City, um, these protesters over the Israeli-Hamas war. And let's be clear, from my point of view, most of these people are not pro-Palestinian. They are pro-Hamas terrorists. And they're in favor of this. And, you know, they don't realize the irony, their ability to speak freely, to even express hate speech, is protected by that Constitution that they try to tear down. Uh, People the world over want to come to the United States because of its freedoms, its prosperity. Uh, Just look at our southern border, uh, jammed with people, millions have crossed illegally. They want to be here, and yet so many of the people here who are largely uneducated about government and history and civics, um, they want to tear down this nation. And it's really that civics illiteracy that I think is at the heart of the success of the far left in destroying not only the institutions of America, but the confidence in America. How did we become such a civics illiterate country? I mean, it really is kind of remarkable that we have one or two generations now that don't even understand the constitutional republic they live in. Educators, uh, in a word, we had a, um, a, a an article on foxnews.com this week that uh, placed some of the blame, much of the blame, on the teachers' union, led by Randy Weingarten. They have abdicated... Uh, abdicated their um, their duty to teach history, and instead, what they do is in, they engage in a progressive brainwashing. Uh, yeah, it's like the Stockholm syndrome, uh, and you know they indoctrinate kids into these far left progressive uh, sort of ideals, um, which at the same time, in order to elevate them. They have to deconstruct and tear down America. And so, you know, I blame educators across. And it's not just, you know, public schools, high schools, junior high school. I mean, you see this on college campuses. Where are these nutballs who are endorsing terrorism, the beheading of children, uh, the killing of innocents? Where are they learning all of this uh, nonsense they're learning it from their professors. Look at the hundreds who signed off condemning Israel, accusing uh, the Israeli state of genocide, when in fact uh, they're the victims of genocide. I mean, but that is the contorted, twisted, mangled mentality of, uh, you know, the dunderheads who occupy college campuses and universities across America. And so they're producing kids who mimic them. Yeah. They sure do. And you see it in the polling data. I think Gallup had these extraordinary numbers. It was back in the summer, maybe in June or July. 39% of U.S. adults say they're extremely proud to be an American. 
down from 55% before 9-11. And it actually went up into the 70s after 9-11. But before 9-11, before the terror, 39%, only that few have that love for America, that extreme pride in America. It, it really, that the two-decade effort of educators to put this poisonous mentality into our children, it's starting to show in the adult populace in these polling. How do we reverse that? What's your antidote for reversing it? That figure that you... It, you just identified it is so alarming. Uh, it's so disturbing. It should be a hundred percent who are proud and happy to be here in America, the land of the free, the home of the brave. Um, if you don't like it, get the hell out. Uh, you know, which is my attitude. But you know, people want to come here. The people who come here don't appreciate what they have. And I think the answer is that you know we have to double down on our efforts to properly educate people there was a clip we played two nights ago on fox news in which you know man on the street we asked people fundamental questions about american government and history and they all flunked and most of them looked like they were uh you know in their 20s or 30s and you know they were asked questions about well, who fought in the american revolution what was the civil war about who won Uh, People didn't know. And then they asked, uh, well, what was the Cold War all about? A young woman said, well, it was chilly back then. I mean, it is frightening, the stupidity that seems to be uh, an infection that is spreading across America. And we have to correct that. And the only way to do it is, is through education in our schools. And my book, I mean, I think, you know, one of the reasons I wrote the book was because of that. And, you know, I think that if people take the time to read the history of America uh, in my introduction, and I go through it all, uh, more than two centuries of American history, and and if they read the words of Patrick Henry, Thomas Paine, Ben Franklin, uh, Madison, Hamilton, Frederick Douglass, such an inspiration, Lincoln, Susan B. Anthony, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, all the way through to Ronald Reagan. I mean, I think they will become inspired to appreciate the United States of America and cherish our freedoms and our rights. It is inspiring. And there was one quote that I had not seen in a very long time. And the second I heard it, it realized, well, it, it, it applied a century ago, but it really applies now. Teddy Roosevelt, probably right in the end of the Gilded Age when um, Americans were frustrated that they had created these monopolistic companies and the robber barons, and they felt like there was a lot of haves and have-nots in an otherwise great country. And he wrote that his promise was that America could create a square deal for every man, big or small, rich or poor. And I think so many Americans today probably have a lot of the feelings of the Gilded Age, which is there's the elite class, they censor us, they make billions of dollars, they use their money to suppress us. We're at that moment again, and Teddy Roosevelt's promise, which now a century old, really seems to apply again today. Quotes like that are going to actually have resonance. They may have been said in a different era, but I think a lot of people, when they read these things, are going to feel like, well, they apply right now to the, the world we're in right now. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I include, and I may have said this, forgive me, but I, this is not promoting an agenda. It's conservative, liberal ones. And, you know, Teddy Roosevelt's a perfect example, a, a Republican, yes, but he was a progressive in so many other ways. 
one of the things he warned against was the sinister influence or control of special interests in government. And that's a quote from Teddy Roosevelt. And, you know, before him, our, uh, our leaders, our founders were so prescient. They were so wise and intelligent. Adams warned about unscrupulous men in power. Um, if left unchecked, would become ravenous beasts of prey destroying our government. George Washington warned about political parties taking over in America, potent engines of unprincipled men who would undermine freedom, he said in his farewell address. He counseled against them, and nobody listened. So the book is filled with this, and I think people can really learn a lot or remember what they'd forgotten. Yeah, that's the key. Sometimes it's just we've lost touch with the things that we used to be taught, or in the case of maybe younger generations, they were never taught. But you rekindle it right away, and there are just so many amazing statements. There are so many amazing anecdotes that remind us that, yeah, well, every country has flaws, but this country has produced such amazing thinkers, such amazing doers, such amazing heroes, and we have to stop hiding that from our children. <laughs> there are, there's so much greatness in this country. And your book, it just captures that greatness. It is really amazing. Now, how do people get this? Because I'm telling you, this is like a great stocking stuffer. It's a great Christmas gift. It's a great birthday gift. In fact, every grandparent and parent should get this and, and leave it as a legacy gift for their children. What's the best way for people to go get this book? Yeah, I agree. I think it's a great Christmas present, holiday present uh, for somebody it came out on Tuesday of this week. Uh, it's called The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic Documents. It's available nationwide in bookstores. You can order it online at the usual places, Amazon.com, HarperCollins.com. And, you know, I, I, I think it's worth the small investment for the larger investment in the country that we love. I have an idea. I think everyone should buy a copy of this book and give it to their children's teacher to remind them what they should be teaching children too. Because it's, it would trigger some teachers maybe, but that would be a good thing. I'm not complaining against that. I think it's marvelous. It That's is a great idea. It, it, I love that idea. Uh, I'm going to start my first. I'm going to go donate ten of these to some teachers that I know right now because I think it's a great win. We it, there's such a great opportunity here, and you know your last couple of books highlighted, and they're, they're amazing books. I mean, I I I think so much of the crushing of the fake Russia collusion story was done through the great books you wrote. But you you identified some real problems in government, real the, the weaponization of government, the politicalization of government. But this book puts in front of people, not the bad, but it gives us a really positive solution. After going through that journey of all the negative things we know is wrong in government, you reminded us of all the good things that we can fall back on. It's like the perfect yin and yang to your last two books. What an amazing thing you've done. And I don't, where do you find the time to do all this writing? Because I could... I can't keep up with you. <laughs> Listen, you're the hardest working man uh, I know in I journalism. And I, <laughs> I can't keep up with you. So uh, where there's a will, there's a way. You'll find time to do it. This, to me, it, it's the book I'm uh, the proudest uh, of. It's something that meant a lot to me, and it's you know sort of a legacy for me, something I can pass along to my children and grandchildren and, 
And yeah, send it off to a teacher near you. Yeah, it's a perfect solution. We'll uh, we'll, we'll uh, get the teachers learning again what they were supposed to teach all of us and our children. Greg, we love you. You do so much for this country. You are so articulate. The other thing about this book that I think is really remarkable, the art of just telling a story. The language is so beautiful. It just, it inspires. Every word flows and it, it just moves you on a journey. I know how hard it is to write and I'm not an elegant writer. I tend to be a nuts and bolts writer, but there's an elegance to your to the literature here and it just inspires well i you know i thought it was important to write a uh, an introduction comprehensive um that tells the story of america first before you read these wonderful inspiring uh speeches and writings and so forth you, you have to put it in perspective and i emphasized how it really was ideas and words that help create and sustain America. Um, and then at the front end of every section of the book, I explain the importance of the documents that readers um, are about to review. And, and so that, you know, everything's in proper context. And uh, I think it's a wonderful book for, for everyone who loves their country and is a patriot. I, I could not agree more. It is an amazing contribution and a great Christmas gift and a great way to have a conversation with your kids' teachers. So go buy one and give it to your teachers. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Greg, we love you, buddy. You are an amazing patriot and an amazing author, amazing lawyer, and of course, amazing, honest broker of the truth. And what a great honor to have you on the show today. We love it. You know my respect and reverence for your work. I think you're the best investigative journalist in America. And I, I don't go a day without reading your work. Well, we'll try to keep it coming. I, my, my first boss told me, you're only as good as your next story. So get back to work. That's what they always just say to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, what an honor to have you on. Thanks for this, folks. Go get this book. It is an absolute treasure. You'll be giving a gift that will last a very long time if you give it to someone today. So thanks again, Greg. We'll talk soon. Take care, John. Thank you. Take care, my friend. Okay, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and ZPAC. The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, 
committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash Just News. That's AMAC.us forward slash Just News. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. A couple of months ago, we had a really fascinating discussion. The uh, threat to free speech isn't just in the United States of America. It is spreading all across Europe and in many other places. It's an enormous threat in a, in a, in many countries where free speech was just a given. We just assumed that it would always be protected. One of the most important cases was occurring in uh, Helsinki, Finland, where uh, a political leader, uh, Pavi Rasanen, was uh, literally being prosecuted in courts for comments uh, made. And well, we brought you up to speed in that case back then. Uh, fortunately, that case turned out on the side of free speech. Pavi Rasanen, a winner, the lawyer who represented uh, in that case and won that case is joining us right now. Joining us for the second time in a couple of months, Paul Coleman, Chief Legal Counsel for uh, Pavi Rasanen. Paul, great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. This is a pretty big win in Europe. It's a big win for speech speech. And I think it's even a win that has consequences in the United States. Remind everybody how this all started, how this how this quote unquote hate speech, if we could call it that uh, case, uh, began against uh, Pavi Rasanen earlier this year. So the case started over four years ago now when uh, Pavi is a, a a Lutheran, as many are in, in Finland, and she's a member of the Lutheran Church. The church decided to become a official sponsor of the Helsinki Pride Parade, and Ivy is a member of that church. Her husband is a pastor in the Lutheran Church. She was uh, concerned about this decision, and um, she took a picture of some Bible verses, posted them to Twitter, and essentially challenged the leadership of her church how their decision to sponsor this pride parade aligned with the teachings of Scripture as she understood them. She was then investigated by the police for hate speech. The police then went digging around uh, other things that she has said over the years. She's been in public office for almost 30 years, so they had a lot of material. They went back two decades to a pamphlet she'd written for her church in 2004 on the subject of marriage and human sexuality. They also took one minute of a live one-hour radio debate out of context and made a, a charge out of that as well. So she faced three counts of criminal hate speech for expressing her her Christian beliefs over almost 30 years in, in public office. All of that went to court in Helsinki um, in 2022. She was fully acquitted by the district court. The Finnish system allows the prosecutor to appeal which is what happened. It went to the Court of Appeal, and today she was fully acquitted again of all charges. 
It is remarkable to think in, in Europe, uh, where free speech has really been strongly supported for more, many decades now, that expressing Bible verses in your own Christian beliefs could result in this sort of a prosecution. And I'm sure now this has not only been emotionally draining, but financially draining uh, and certainly reputational draining. Uh, the process may have ultimately been the punishment, even winning. Uh, obviously, um, Pavey's been through so much. Uh, why Finland? Why why Finland is having so much of a hard time with religious and uh, free speech freedoms right now? I think one of the troubling things about the case is there's nothing particular about Finland that I could or anyone else could point to and say, oh, this is why it's happening. The reality is that really outside the US, all Western nations have adopted incredibly vague uh, so-called hate speech laws. These these laws are so vaguely worded, it makes them inherently subjective and therefore they can be arbitrarily enforced against anyone who goes against the, the orthodoxies of the day. And so... Um, that's what happened in Finland, but it could have happened in any other European country with, with such vaguely worded laws. If you have the right police and prosecutor, you could, I think, bring almost anyone before the courts accusing them of hate speech. Yeah, that is such an important point. And that weaponization of a system is, I think, what is so scary to people. And obviously, a lot of effort went into this. What message does the Helsinki Court of Appeals send to Finland, to the citizens of Finland, and quite frankly, to the Western world with this ruling? Well, it was a unanimous decision. It was also a unanimous decision in in the district courts. So there were three judges at the first instance, three judges in this one. So we're, we're six and zero oh so far uh, with within members of the judiciary finding Pavy not guilty of these charges. Um, the Court of Appeal also, it, it didn't actually give much reasoning of its own. It, it essentially fully endorsed the reasoning of the district court and made a few passing comments regarding the fact that nothing new had been brought before it in this hearing. So I think that at least my reading of the decision is the Court of Appeals essentially saying uh, the district court correctly decided this case. The prosecutor brought nothing new and therefore they're just going to go back a year and, and cut and paste what was already decided in this case. In that sense, it was quite dismissive, I think, of, of the arguments, not of the prosecutor. Um, however, the Finnish system also allows the prosecutor to appeal this decision as well. And so it's possible that we will have to endure one more round of this. Um, the prosecutor has until the 15th of January to appeal and has already indicated that she intends to appeal to the Supreme Court, or at least she would like to. So as you said, the process does become the punishment. If it goes to the Supreme Court, that will take the case into its fifth year. As you said, this is huge amount of resources, both time and money invested in this case. When I first met Paivi over four years ago, uh, she's, she already has five children. She has, um, at the time, she had five grandchildren. Now she has 11 grandchildren. So she's had six grandchildren in the time of this case has been going on. She's a sitting member of parliament um, and so busy lady wanting to get on with her life, wanting to make good decisions for the people of Finland. And this case has been immensely draining. And of course, it sends a message to everyone else watching on thinking, I don't know if I want to have to go through that. So I better just keep my mouth shut because I haven't got what it takes to endure a five-year criminal prosecution. 
So important that the chilling, we don't know how many people were chilled. Well, we may not know the number of people who were chilled from saying something that they were entitled to say just because of the experience that baby's been through. Uh, you used a term that I think is becoming um, more and more important in the Western world, and that is state approved orthodoxy. The idea that in this 21st century, uh, the and I put these words in quote, enlightened government uh, has an orthodoxy and those who um, dare stray from it could face consequences. In this case, if I, if I remember correctly, these this part of the Finnish criminal code actually deals with war crimes and crimes against humanity, right? So for expressing biblical beliefs, she actually was facing crimes that were originally envisioned as uh, crimes against humanity, crimes uh, uh, committed during wartime. Um, how uh, dangerous is this concept that the government now may dictate what people can say and believe in the future? No, it's, it's so dangerous. The government have put themselves in the position essentially of being arbiters of truth. Uh, and what I was saying in regards to these hate speech cases is it really comes down to two questions. One, uh, where do you draw the line between free speech and hate speech? And secondly, who draws that line? Who gets to decide? And these laws put all of that power in, in the hands of officials and ultimately courts to determine where speech falls on, on this spectrum between being free and being criminal. And, and the fact is that nobody knows. And so if you have a speech restriction, for example, and there are many speech restrictions, disclosing state secrets or incitement to violence, um, a reasonable citizen would be able to know whether they fall on the right side or the wrong side of those laws. But when it comes to hate speech, well, what is what is what is hate? What, how do you define it? Um, the reality is it can't be defined, and therefore everyone is essentially living under this cloud of uncertainty, not knowing if what they say is allowed or not. And therefore, most reasonable people are on the side of caution. They withhold what they want to say for fear of being prosecuted. And so, as you said, you, we can't measure the speech that isn't said. It's impossible. Um, but I think that these sorts of cases have a huge chilling effect. And I also believe that is by design. I believe it's intentional that high-profile figures like Pavi are targeted in order to keep everyone else quiet. Uh, in that sense, the police, maybe they want a prosecution, maybe they don't care. Maybe it's just a good return on investment for their resources to drag someone through the courts for five years. There was also a Lutheran bishop, right, that was prosecuted alongside a Pavey. Um, that's got to be pretty scary if you're a member of the clergy, correct? Yeah, and it was it was surreal to be in court. So I was in court at the district level and at the Court of Appeal, four days in total, and Bishop Pohula, um was appearing in court in his full um, bishop's uh, regale. And uh, I I didn't think I'd see something like that in my lifetime. Um, and during, I mean, he was cross-examined during trial and he was cross-examined on his theology on, on, on both hearings. Um, and to see something like that happen is, is really shocking and a warning. Many people think that, hey, it's not so bad and that these sorts of speech laws, they're really just targeting the real bad guys who won't affect normal people. Would see a bishop in court being cross-examined on his theology uh, really shows how pernicious these laws are and, and can be. Um, and, and the reality is that if it can happen to people like this, it, it can happen to any of us. Not, none of us are safe and none of us are immune from something like this uh, coming our way. Yeah, that's such a very important message to share. ADF International, an important partner on this. ADF International doing a lot of work across the globe. It's amazing when you look at the map and see all the threats 
that ADF International has been uh, uh, focusing on, how many of them occur in the Western world, where I think still a lot of Americans, they think, oh, free speech is fine in Europe. We don't have to worry about it. Um, the the number of cases that uh, ADF International has brought, like this one, spreading across countries that I would never have imagined in my lifetime would, would be on the radar of free speech infringement. Uh, a warning sign there, I guess, for all of us that maybe we've been taking for granted a little bit um, of the Western world's commitment to to the, well, what we would call the First Amendment, the free speech. Absolutely. We, we have many across the West have been asleep at the wheel, allowing these sorts of laws to get passed. I think assuming that it won't affect them. And, and what we've seen is um, what started out perhaps as more extreme speech being criminalized has become more and more mainstream. And we're finding that um, views that people have held for a long time, they went from being in the mainstream and then their view didn't change. And then it, maybe it became slightly unpopular and their view didn't change. Uh, and now the views that they held 20 years ago today are potentially criminal and the law hasn't changed and their view hasn't changed, but it's just because they're so vaguely worded, the interpretation of these laws is say moving with the times and then and then turning around and, and going after more and more mainstream beliefs. And so today we celebrate, today is a great day. It's a unanimous decision. It's an acquittal. And we're delighted for Pivey, for Bishop Johanna Pohila. And we're celebrating as a team, but we're also uh, keeping our eyes on the bigger battles ahead. And what I've said to our team and others is we will really celebrate when these cases are no longer being brought in the first place. That will be the absolute victory when uh, when people don't think about silencing their critics or silencing those who actually may just have a different point of view. Uh, it is a remarkable work uh, that you've done, Paul. We've chronicled this case. I see a lot of people writing about it today. It's such an important moment uh, in victory. And I know there may be one more uh, battle before this one is finally uh, rolled to an end, but it clearly uh, today sent a loud message, not only in Finland, but all across the world. What a great honor to have you on the show. And thank you for your work. Uh, I know how much effort you had to put into this to make this work. Uh, excellent counsel, excellent legal arguments, obviously, because you won unanimously. But uh, you as a lawyer have dug right in and tried to fight for all of us who worry about free speech. And I think we owe you a great debt of gratitude as well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, sir, so much for your time. And we'll be keeping a close eye on that final battle. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Angie's List is now Angie, A-N-G-I, the nation's largest home services marketplace. And they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project is, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. That's what you want, right? I'm uh, thinking about building out my basement in my cabin. I've been perusing Angie, looking for just the right contractor to get it done the way my wife and I want it done. Now, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and right in your neighborhood. That's important, right? You can do comparative shopping. Get started today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today. The app and the website are free to use. Angie.com or the Angie app. Go check it out today. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower 
your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. This week, we did something special. Instead of having AMAC Wednesday, we decided to have two AMAC days, AMAC Tuesday and today, AMAC Thursday. And boy, do we have a story to tell you. You know how much we've spent over the last couple of years chronicling the effort by corporate America, by government, to silence voices, particularly conservative voices. It's happened in big tech. It's happened in the government. And it's now happening in corporate America. And perhaps the most extraordinary part of it, it's happening in the banking industry. There are people being deplatformed, or as they say, debanked by woke bank officials who don't like the fact that maybe they're Second Amendment fans or they have political viewpoints that don't agree with the CEO of the bank. Well, this is a dangerous threat to free enterprise. It's a dangerous threat to free speech. It's a dangerous threat to the America that we've enjoyed for the last 248 years. Well, our good friends at AMAC did something about it. They sent a message loud and clear, and boy, did it have an impact. We want to tell that story today, and we're going to be very lucky to be joined by my good friend, Andy Mangione. He runs AMAC Action, as you know, the civic action arm of the great AMAC universe, and he's going to bring us up to speed on this incredible engagement they've had with J.P. Morgan. Andy, great to have you back on the show. Great to be here, John. People say, well, can I make a difference anymore? I'm so depressed. I see all these things going on. Nothing makes a difference. And the answer is AMAC makes a difference. When I heard this story, I almost, you could have pushed me over with a feather. It's just an amazing story. Tell us, first off, what was J.P. Morgan doing before you guys got involved? Well, John, you know, we usually focus at AMAC Action on federal and state policy and legislative issues. But corporate wokeism has led AMAC Action to corporate advocacy. We teamed up with the Free Enterprise Project, which is an, an initiative of the National Center for Public Policy Research, to address the wokeism at J.P. Morgan Chase. So what did they do? Chase has denied service to oil companies. They've denied service to firearms manufacturers because these organizations do not align with the bank's leftist policies. One of the most egregious actions the bank took was to close the account of a religious liberty-focused not-for-profit group headed by former U.S. Ambassador Sam Brownback with no explanation. And to reopen the account, the bank, Chase, 
demanded sensitive information regarding donors and a list of criteria the organization used to determine its support for political candidates. These actions by Chase are a trampling of freedom of speech and freedom of religion rights. It's amazing. It's modern day redlining, right? The redlining against political viewpoints. It's absolutely amazing. When you learned of this, what did you guys do? Well, we instituted a five-month-long campaign targeting J.P. Morgan Chase's CEO, the CFO, general counsel, investor relations, the CEOs of banking, of uh, I'm sorry, business and community banking, among other officers of the organization, number one, to call them out on their civil rights-stifling policies. AMAC members during that five-month period sent over 91,700 messages to the C-suites at Chase telling them, you know, to call them out what they're doing and also compelling them to adhere to the standards for respecting free speech and religious liberty as scored by an organization called the Viewpoint Diversity Business Index. And if I could just speak to what this group does, the Viewpoint Diversity Business Index aims to preserve the fundamental freedoms of speech and religion for all Americans, and the organization also brings together leaders from business, leaders from civil society, leaders from academia, who are all committed to preserving the freedom of expression and freedom of religion or belief in the market, in the workplace, in the public square. So that said, all right, uh, our members, the, the, the main thrust of the message was to tell uh, Chase to, hey, why don't you take a look at the Viewpoint Diversity Business Index? Because your current score, your workplace scores, according to these metrics, stands at a measly 9% and has dropped six points this year alone. So get your, you know, do a little housekeeping and get your act together. And how about being a little bit more inclusive uh, with your customers? I bet that hurt word hit. <laughs> We'd like to think that those shots landed. Uh, I would have to think so. And this is an amazing campaign. 90,000 of any contacts is like an avalanche. It would get anyone's attention in any part of politics, business, society. I mean, it's such an amazing engagement. So how does J.P. Morgan Chase ultimately end up responding to all of this extraordinary messaging? Well, they held a... Um uh, their their annual shareholders meeting back in May. And there was an investor goes by the name of David Bonson. And his firm is reported to own over $100 million worth of the bank stock. So what Bonson did is challenge Chase's cancellation of these accounts that are held by conservative organizations. Now, he had a resolution and it ultimately failed. But uh, Bonson was quoted on a Fox Business News program as saying that he believes that J.P. Morgan Chase is now, quote, petrified to discriminate against accounts on the basis of religion or politics, end quote. I think we got their attention. Uh, I would have to say so. That is an amazing victory. And it, it's such a scary world we're living in. But when people get in despair and they're like, I don't think I can make a difference. This is not going to change. What's the purpose? Why, why try? The answer is the things that AMAC has done, not only at the legislative and congressional level, which we get the chance to talk about all the time. We love doing that. But I go back and think, well, you know, what, what did you do with Walt Disney? The attention that you got at Walt Disney. Remind people the impact you had on Walt Disney when it went woke last year. Well, I'll tell you, John, our members are making us look really good because citizen advocacy matters. Last year in 2022, AMAC members sent more than 145,000 messages to the Walt Disney Company to voice their opposition to its woke policies. And I have to, I have to point this out. Two weeks after we launched this campaign, Disney fired its head of corporate affairs. I'd like to think the two are related. 
But I think we've been, we've been landing some serious body blows among these organizations that think that they can just trample on their customers. And, and they're, they're, <laughs> what, what confounds me is that they're going after their own customers. This is parasitic, or it's, it's, it just seems like it's who thought who thinks that this is a good idea? Let's offend the people that buy our products. <laughs> it's business 101 violations, if I understand correctly. It's just an amazing story. And I think of the power of grassroots. And, you know, AMAC has so many different arms. There are the discounts. There's the news division. There's the podcast, which is amazing with Rebecca. There is the legislative engagement you do with Congress and others like the Patient Act, things that you and I have talked about before. But there's the discounts that everybody gets on services. That's a great deal because it pays for your membership. But the civic action, the opportunity to join in with people that share the exact same values with you, probably have the same frustrations about some of the silliness going on in America right now. And you bond, you band together, you bond together, and you start acting together in unison. And it just has real impact. Grassroots politics is still the most powerful form of politics in America. And that's really what AMAC Action does every day, right? You're on the grassroots every day trying to make something good happen. Every single day, I'd like to refer to us, meaning AMAC Action, as the militant arm of uh, AMAC. And I say that with, you know, air quotes around militant. But we fight. We fight. And we give our members this platform. Your voice gets heard when you join AMAC. This is one of the wonderful things. Now, if you were to tell me that we would be in this corporate arena 10 years ago, Five years ago, I wouldn't have believed you. But, you know, if we were to look at the state of our country and compare it to where it was five years ago, none of us would believe what's happening today is actually happening. So here we are. And one of the reasons we did this campaign, John, was to educate our members. How many of our members have that Chase credit card in their wallet? How many of them bank with Chase? How many of them are shareholders? How many of them have their retirement accounts managed by Chase? There's other options out there. And, you know, by pointing out these woke policies, perhaps that grandparent will make a different decision and go to Six Flags or somewhere else instead of Disney, or maybe will cancel their savings account that they have at Chase and find a non-woke bank to do business with. Yeah, it is an amazing message, and it's scary. I, 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 what Bonson said is really true. When that many people who have a connection to a bank contact the bank, it gets their attention. It scares the living bejesus out of them. It's such a powerful moment. This goes on a lot, and I think it's pretty amazing to watch. AMAC Action is just on a daily basis scoring victories. And one of the places where AMAC has been so powerfully successful is on making it easier to vote and harder to cheat. You guys did some stuff in North Carolina earlier this year. It really worked with the legislature, didn't it? It was wonderful. Yeah. Now, we we do a lot of work in coalition, and we had feet on the ground in North Carolina. And they put forth a wonderful election integrity bill. Well, somebody got to the Republicans in, in the North Carolina legislature, and they took the they took the good stuff out of it uh, during the you know the, the legislative process. So we mobilized our members to contact. We, we keyed in on a few people who served on key committees, and uh, proceeded to send them I think twenty two thousand messages telling them to put the good stuff back, and they did. And according to our feet on the ground, there one of the persons that we targeted went up to our contact and said. Enough. I get it. Please stop leaving me <laughs> messages. But they put the good stuff back in. Unfortunately, the bill was vetoed. But fortunately, the legislator overrode the veto and it's now the law of the land. That was a big override, too. That was one of the biggest losses in Roy Cooper's uh, career. It was a very big moment in uh, North Carolina politics. And you guys were right there. And the civics engagement is such an important part. I think for a while people gave up on it, but 
it is the most powerful tool that our founding fathers and founding mothers gave us. And today, you know, you see it again with AMAC. It just happens day in and day out. Now, I have a five-year membership. I have said this a thousand times this show, and I'll say it a thousand more times. It pays for itself just in the discounts that you get. I go on travel. I pull out my card. I'm always getting money off that I otherwise wouldn't get. But the opportunity to get involved and to make a difference in this country, to leave a legacy for future generations. I mean, AMAC has this going on all the time. Can you talk about some of the other action programs that you guys have done? I know you've got people out that are doing election observation. There's just so many ways that people get involved and make this country better through AMAC action. Well, we're gearing up for the 2024 elections uh, with, uh, you know, finding strategic partners that could make it easy for our members to sign up to be poll observers and election workers. Last year in 2022, we had unprecedented conservative scrutiny on those elections. Now, we didn't see the red wave materialize, but we still did take the House. Okay, Republicans took the House, which you know is a victory the last time I checked. Uh, and we want to make it very easy for our members. Uh, so we're, we're uh, in the process of talking to a couple of different partners that can facilitate this kind of training, that can make it like a one-stop shop where our members can click a button, sign up, and uh, they are the expectations are set. You know, you know, I worked as an election worker in uh, 2022. It was a long day, but it was exhilarating. I'm glad I did it. I plan on doing it again in 2024. It is, you know, civic duty in action. And that's one of the things that we facilitate at AMAC Action. In addition to giving people this platform where your voice gets heard, and delivering results, we're going to facilitate you actually taking part in the election process. And it is something that can be very, very, it's beneficial to the whole process. It protects elections. It secures your precious right to vote. And there's a huge sense of satisfaction, John, at the end of the day when you're part of the process. Yeah, it is. There's nothing like serving your country and seeing it through and then realizing that a lot of people benefited because of your service and, and what you guys are doing at AMAC and AMAC Action every day is really catching attention. And I think whether you're at JP Morgan, you're the North Carolina legislature in the United States Congress, all the work you guys have done in the Patient Act, which I think is one of the most innovative forms of healthcare legislation to hit the ground in a long time. You're making a difference. And of course, clearly on election day, all of those thousands of great AMAC members out doing their civic duty makes us all a better electorate. And it's pretty impressive to watch. Folks, if you get inspired every time you hear Andy on the show, and I know you do, there's a really easy thing to do to get in on this game. Don't don't deprive yourself of this anymore. Go jump in. Go get a membership from AMAC. It will pay for itself, like I say, over and over again. The news flow and content that you get every day, the smart analyses you get from Andy and from Bobby and from Rebecca, the great podcast, uh, which I, I'm a big fan of and have been lucky enough to appear as a guest sometimes. It is enriching to the mind. It's invigorating to your civic duty. And then you get the discounts and then you get all the incredible opportunities that Andy and his team at AMAC Action are creating to get out, meet people just like you and me that care about this country and do something that actually makes the country better. Even in these difficult times, there's so many places that we can move the needle. And you just heard of a big one today. I think what happened with JP Morgan is the sort of thing of legend when it comes to grassroots activity. Andy, any other thoughts? I mean, you've been a member a long time. You know all the benefits. What else do people get when they join the AMAC family? And that's what you're joining. You're joining a family. John, I I was thinking when you're talking about how the membership pays for itself, if you got a five-year membership or a one-year or three-year membership, what you get in terms of uh, lobbying or having your voice representative uh, on a 
national level, on a statewide level, uh, in, 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 with these big corporations that are jamming woke policies down the throats of their customers. I think that if what you pay for a three-year or five-year membership buys you about a half an hour of, of Washington, D.C. lobbying time. So, you know, you're getting a pretty big megaphone for a really low price when you join AMAC. Now, it's wonderful. We, we have, you know, you know, we're in the middle of AEP, okay, the annual enrollment period for, you know, for Medicare. We've got a Medicare advisory service, and there's either our, you know, trained, licensed representatives that will walk you through the process with many more choices than the other guys. That's great, and that, that's, that's a tremendous value, too. You know, the roadside assistance is tremendous. I've used it several times myself. I'm a lifetime member. And, you know, you add to that the advocacy, you know, full-throated conservative advocacy from one of the nation's premier conservative advocacy agencies or advocacy organizations for Americans who are over the age of 50. And uh, you know, if you if you just look at your membership fee in that perspective, you know, one year is 16 bucks. That's like 15 minutes worth of lobbying time that you can buy at at the D.C. level. So it's a really tremendous value to get your voice heard by joining AMAC. That's uh, pretty amazing. And you get introduced to all these amazing partners. Pure Talk, one of the great cell phone services in the country. Don't get hit with all the woke stuff. Traveler's Insurance, uh, you look for insurance fellowship. Home loans for people trying to buy a home or get a mortgage or a second mortgage. It is a remarkable group of partners that you get introduced to AMAC. And of course, the offers are amazing as well. Andy, I, I'm not going to forget the JP Morgan story for a long time. I think that's, a, and those are the sort of victories that really have lasting impact because there'll be three or four banks downstream from JP Morgan. Like, ah, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to repeat that mistake. So one victory tends to have that long-term vaccination effect on the rest of the corporate industry. Like, ah, we're not going to pick that fight. So one win actually scores 20 wins. And I think it's such an amazing story. What a great job. Well, we appreciate that, John. And again, you know, all the credit goes to our members. They make us look very, very good. And we are so blessed to have such an engaged membership that respond to these call to action campaigns that we put out. We've done over 90 email blasts. And sometimes these email blasts go out more than one time, depending on the campaign. This year alone, as I mentioned earlier, 750,000 plus contacts made with the White House, with Congress, U.S. Senate, U.S. Uh, House of Representatives, state legislators, and corporate entities like J.P. Morgan Chase. So thank you to our members. And we're always looking for more people to add to the AMAC Army. Yeah, absolutely. And it is worth joining, folks. It's an amazing thing. We've set up a very special page to join in and say, if you want to say thank you to AMAC and to Andy and to Rebecca and, and to Bobby and all the great folks there, what you do is you go to AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. Real simple place. You're going to get a discount off your membership. You're going to get involved in an incredible uh, community of people that are just like you and me, think the same and want the best for this country. And you'll get a lot of benefit in the process, including those discounts. So go say thank you to AMAC. Go match me on my five-year membership. I'm in on a five-year membership. You should be too amac.us slash just news that'll get you started go do it before the holidays in fact you can give the gift of a membership to a friend it's a good holiday gift so think about that too if you're looking for something different new and unique uh give a, a gift that gives all year long next year go get a, uh, a mac membership for a friend and uh, they'll really benefit they'll just the magazine alone getting that in the mail is like ah that is a worth it all right there alone all right, Andy. Well, thank you for this great uh, time together. It's, uh, we love having you on and can't wait to hear about your next big victories. In the meantime, we'll celebrate the one at J.P. Morgan. Good job. Thank you, John. My pleasure.
All right, folks, that wraps up John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great night. God bless this great country of the United States. Be sure to go to justthenews.com if you need that news fix. We got you covered 24-7. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews.